0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in and listening to Mosley's Bench. This show has been created and designed by former judge Fred M. Mosley. Please stay connected as you will learn more about the laws of life, how it applies to your life, and so much more. Buckle in. T-G-I-S, which means, thank God, it's Friday. And today is Friday, August 21st, 2020. This is Tawanda on behalf of Mosley Bench, And today we are here with Judge Fred Mosley and talking about the law of notice and warning. And Judge Mosley, before we get started, I got to tell you a little quick joke because I was just saying T-G-I-S. And I was given the date, and then I said to myself, oh, my gosh, is today really Friday? Because sometimes we can be doing something, and we can be so wrong, but it seems so right. And I remember one time I was leaving a, a conference in Atlanta, me and about three or four friends, and I was driving because I know where I'm going. And as we were driving and we were talking, we got down the interstate about two and a half hours, And the sign said, welcome to Florida. (laughs) And we were going to North Carolina. (laughs) Carolina. (laughs) So we were two and a half hours in the wrong direction. And my friend said, hey, what are you doing? You're going the wrong way. And they said, and then not only were you going the wrong way, you were talking and laughing and engaging us the whole time. So nobody paid any attention because we thought you know where you were going. And sometimes one person can have everybody going in the wrong direction and think we know. But anyway, that's just sidebar because I'm, I I wasn't sure if the day was Friday or not. But anyway, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm well in the Lord. And how are you? Doing Doing incredible. All right, so today we're talking about the law of notice and warning, and I'm over here buckling in because I have no idea what you're going to share with us today, but I'm ready, or I hope I am.
1: <laughs> well, the law of notice and warning, and as we always begin our sessions, this is not the precept, it is not the, it's not even the principle, but it is the law of notice and warning. It is an absolute. Now, I know most of us have heard it said, and I know I've heard this this statement made on numerous occasions, that you never know what God is going to do. You never know what is going to happen. That I could get up in the morning and walk out and the carpet run over me, or I could eat something and uh, I could die right away. There's all kinds of comments and mindsets as to the fact that we never know what is going to happen from day to day. But now when we look at that through the microscope of Scripture, Scripture does not support that mind, that, that mental attitude. That scripture, and in particular, in Amos three seven. Amos three seven says to us, God says, I will do nothing. Now that's an absolute to me. God says, I will do nothing unless I first reveal it to my servants, the prophets. God has committed himself that I'm going to tell one of mine as it relates to something that pertains to those who belong to me. That's an absolute from Father God. Now, there's another companion scripture to that, Deuteronomy 29:29. And that says that the secret things belong to God, but those things that are revealed belong to us and our children forever. What I perceive God is saying to us here, that there are some things that God has reserved to himself. But those things that he has not reserved to himself, those things that pertain to us, he wants us to know. Let's go over to the New Testament a minute. Matthew 10 26 says to us, there is nothing, that's an absolute, hidden that will not be revealed. Now, let me ask this question. How many of us who are aunts, uncles, fathers and mothers, cousins, or whatever the relationship may be, close friends, how many of us would know of something that is significant, Something that presents danger to one of your relatives, one of your close friends, and you have firsthand information concerning it, and that you would not make that person who is close to you aware of that danger, or on the other hand, aware of a potential opportunity. Now, we wouldn't do that in the natural. And why do we expect an all knowing God, and especially if we are his children, not to give us warning of dangers and notice of opportunities. God wants us to know. If there is a law of life that I would suggest that the body of Christ become very familiar with, other than the law of the spirit of life and the law of sin and death, I would say if I had to choose another one that would uh, come a close second to that first law of life, spirit of life and sin and death. I would say to you, it is the law of notice and warning. Scripture goes on to say in John sixteen, thirteen, he will show you things to come. John fourteen twenty-six, that the Spirit will teach us all things, bring all things to our remembrance. Psalm 32, 7 through 9, I will instruct thee, I will teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with thine eye. Scripture after scripture after scripture comes together to say to us without equivocation that God wants us to know. Now, allow me to give you a couple of definitions at this time. A definition for notice and warning. Notice is being made aware prior to its occurrence of some present or immediate or future event that offers opportunity. So often as believers, we miss the notices concerning opportunities, and if we miss the notices, then we miss the opportunities that God is trying to make us aware of. But a warning on the other hand, is being made aware of a prior, being made aware prior to its occurrence of a present or future event which poses, watch this, danger to self or others, and sometimes even great bodily harm and perhaps even death. So many believers are being caught by surprise just as the world is caught by surprise. And oftentimes the news reports initially will say, nobody knew about this. Nobody had any idea this was going to happen. And then a few days later, all the warning signs that were there before come to be recognized. God has put notice and warning in the earth, and we as believers should expect to hear from God as it relates to every important aspect. Of our lives, and even some that are not so important, because God wants us to know. We receive notice and warning through our senses of sight and smell and taste, hearing and touch. And I could go into detail explaining how we get notice and warning through our natural senses. We get notice and warning even in, in our automobiles, and the gas gauges, oil gauges, oil light, and seatbelt light temperature gauges and the horn, all of these are notice and warning devices. We have notice and warning devices in our homes and on streets and highways. The weather report is nothing but a notice and warning report. It's notice of good weather and warning of bad weather. We get notice and warning even in our commercial buildings. Notice and warning is in every aspect of our lives, and we're surrounded by notices and warnings that come From Father God to us We've given you the definitions For notice and warning And I want to reiterate those definitions again Because they are so important That notice is being made aware of opportunities Warning is being made aware of potential dangers So now let's look at How we receive notice and warning The first way and the most significant way that we receive notice and warning is by and through Scripture. 2 Timothy 3.16 says to us that all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And I'm sure some of you who are listening, you can recall certain Scriptures that you read and it was almost as though that scripture leaped off the pages because you knew that that specific scripture was talking to you. That is the primary way that we receive notice and warning is by way of a conscientious and a consistent reading of the word of God. But there are a number of other ways that God gives us notice and warning. But remember, keep in mind, that these other ways that God gives notice and warning, they will never, I underline never, they will never conflict with Scripture. Oftentimes we receive notice and warning by a witness in our spirit. That is that God just drops something in your spirit that gives you a notice of something. Have you been in a room, especially those who may be in a full-time ministry or called to one of the five-fold ministries, that you, were in a, you went to a setting, you expected to be able to sit and just enjoy the service, whatever it may have been, but then with just that nudging and that option in your spirit, I better be prepared because for some reason, I perceive I may get called on in this setting. That's notice. And God is saying to you, be ready in season and out of season because in this particular setting you will be called upon and I want you to be representative of the kingdom of God so how many of us have been in our home or in our in our homes or in, our, in an apartment and for some strange reason we were led to look out of the window at a particular time? And as we looked out the window at that time, not knowing why we went to that window or to that door or whatever, we saw something that we needed to see on that occasion. That's how God works. That's how he gives us notice. That's how he gives us warning. That's how he gives us a witness in our spirit. God also gives notice and warning through circumstances. Uh, as I'm driving along, Tawana does quite a bit of driving. And Tawana, when you when you come across, of uh, uh, police crews out there that's there for the highway patrol, and you can see that cars are positioned to uh, check for, for speeders. That in and of itself is a warning by way of circumstances. Just seeing those circumstances, seeing those highway patrol cars out there, gives you notice and warning, primarily mm-hmm. warning, by way of the circumstance that I better look at my speedometer, see how fast I'm driving, see am I exposing myself by way of receiving a speeding ticket? God gives notices and warnings to every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. Another way, That's right? To a still small voice. I don't know how many of you heard the still small voice of God, but I've heard it. I've heard God when I was a young man at our party and having a great time and all that. That's still small voice. I've heard God speak to me that you need to get out of this place. You need to get out of here now. And I'm sure some of our listeners have had a similar still small voice, and they found out the next day or the day after, maybe sometime after, what happened when they left the club. God speaks to us through a still, small voice. That's another way he gives us notice and warning. Some of us have heard the audible voice of God. God has given us notice and warning. Sometimes it comes through a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, prophetic voice. One of the major ways to one he speaks to men through dreams and visions. God will give you notices and warnings in the visions of the night. And I can recount dream after dream after dream that I've had. And many of those dreams have already come into fruition. And there are others that are pending, and I know God spoke to me, and especially concerning the laws of life and court TV and all that we're doing with the books and, and everything else that surrounds the laws of life. God has given me revelation and dreams by way of notice mm. and warning. Some individuals have even had, an angelic appearance or visitation. So there are numerous mm-hmm. ways that God gives us notice and warning. And to one, we don't want to miss it because it can mean missing a tremendous opportunity on the notice side or being exposed to great danger, great bodily harm, or perhaps even death on the warning side. This is so mm-hmm. very important for the body of Christ.
0: The law of notice and one. We get to go to break. However, I want to share a couple examples of personally how I've experienced notice in one. However, we'll be right back. Today you're listening to former judge Fred M. Mosley as he talks about and educates us about one of his laws of life. To find out about all fifty laws of life please go to anotherchancemedia.org and pre-order his book and workbook. couple things I really want to say really quickly, I'm Judge Mosey, in reference to the law of life, the law, the law of notice and warning. Um, the first thing is when I met you on that conference call we talked about, that was one of the laws that you referenced, and um, it kind of like pierced my heart, like, oh, God. Because I, I like I said I work with, with prisons and families and I've talked to a lot of people in prison that said that that night that they went out, that they were they were warned not to. Um whether it was them getting a feeling or their loved one getting a feeling, uh and they still went and did it and it kinda haunts them. However, on a more personal um on a more personal note, people have always said to me over the last twenty five, thirty years, You think too much, you overthink things, you're always thinking. And what people don't realize is it's a gift that now I realize that it's a gift that God gave me because I do, I'm thinking about something before it happens because God is usually showing me something, and I have struggled and still struggle to to really get a full understanding of what it actually really is. Two things I want to share really quickly. One time I had an uncle that passed away about 10, 12 years ago, and we were on the phone. He lived in New York, and I, you can't hear me? Can you? Yeah. Hear me? yeah. Okay. I right. I thought you said I was going in and out. I had an uncle that passed away. He lived in New York, and he was in the hospital for a couple of days, and we were extremely close. And I was on the phone with him, telling him I love him. I'm praying for him, and looking for him to get better. And he said to me, he said, I love you. I love y'all too. He said, y'all be good, and I'll be talking to you later. And I and I kept trying to tell him that I'll be seeing him in a week or two, like after the first of the year. And he said, "If I don't talk to you all anymore, and, and and this was his words exactly, if I don't talk to you all anymore, you all have a, a, a merry Christmas and a happy New Year." And I'm, and when I hung up the phone with him, I said, "I what? I didn't. It, it didn't really click until later. He was telling me goodbye, right? He was telling me goodbye. Again, it, he was telling me goodbye, and it didn't really. And 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 and, and real quickly. Secondly." I have these visions that like like a few people that's passed away in my life, I've actually seen it way before it happened, even though I couldn't recount it until after. And my, my father um, passed away. He, 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 he got killed in a, in a house fire in December of 2018 on Christmas Eve. However, the, when I recount that whole situation about that day, everything that happened was out of line. It was something that normally, number one, Everybody knows in the small town he's from. Everyone knows he co- he goes and he cooks like chicken every Hey, if somebody passed away. Like I will go to his house and he'll say, "Oh, I'm cooking chicken bog He'll like, "Yeah, so and so passed away because it, they call on him to do that, right?" But guess what? On Christmas Eve, he told my mom to make a chicken ball. And when we got home from finding out he had died and he got killed in the house fire, and I said, "Why is this chicken bog here on the stove? Nobody touched it." She said. He told us to cook that for for Christmas dinner. I said for who? Who died? And she said he did. Yes.
1: Notice mm-hmm. and warning. Tomorrow.
0: You see, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've we always back...
0: struggled. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no. When we look back over our lives? oftentimes we can reflect upon the notices and warnings that God has been giving us all the time and we did not perceive them as being such. Going to death, I perceive that as a believer walking in the spirit of God, God will not allow you to be caught by surprise of the death of any close loved one. And the only time, if there's an exception to that, is that God has already determined that it's time for me to call this person home and there's no need for you to pray. And I know if I gave you notice and warning concerning it, you're going to try to pray them out of it and it's time for them to go. But other than that, God will always give subtle nudgings of notices and notice for the believer who's going home to be with the Lord, but warning to the unbeliever that needs another opportunity before they go into eternity to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Mm. Most hear mm. you hear said, I never know. You never know when you're going to die. But mm. look at scripture. God, throughout scripture, Hezekiah, Hezekiah was given notice. God told him to get his high danger, told him to get his house in order, Other the prophet, I don't recall which. He was given notice. And in and, and the New Testament, Paul was given notice of how he was gonna suffer. Many in the old and new testament were given notice with respect to the time that they were going to be called home. And I don't think there's nothing more satisfying is to find a person who's full of views, who's a believer lived a full life, been serving the Lord, and said, I'm I'm ready to go. It's time Mm -hmm. to go. Because they Mm -hmm. have gotten confirmation from the spirit of God that they're going to be called home. God doesn't want even our, our demise, our transition as believers, for us to be caught by surprise. Going to the prisons just for a moment. To one, I'm pleased that you brought that up. But of the 10 years or so that my wife and I have been ministering in prisons, primarily in the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. And each time I have asked the question of the inmates, male and, and or female, Can any of them truthfully say that before they got caught up in the case that brought them into this area of incarceration, can they truly say that they had not been warned? And of the thousands of men and women that we ministered to over these 10 years, there has not been one hand raised for a man or woman to say that they had not been warned by somebody before they got caught up in in the matter that brought them into prison. God gives notice and warning. And he's still giving note, giving us notices and warnings. And bel- the believing community, unfortunately, just as the unbelieving community, is, uh, we're missing in many instances these notices and warnings. But to one of you and mm-hmm. I, don't want to miss them. We don't want. to. I remember there's a there's a change oftentimes in a person's voice when they're about to go home. Mm-hmm. I remember when my brother was about to, to his demise was at hand. He called me, and I did not recognize his voice because death was in his voice. Now to wonder Mm. if animals, if dogs—not cats—but if dogs can can smell out, you know, dogs can smell death. Death even has a smell to it Mm. about will notice. So there's so many Mm. ways that God wants us to know, and He can get it to us if we are alert to it.
0: That's right. Emphasis on being alert. Um, as you talked about going home, um, Judge Mosley had an aunt that passed away about two weeks ago, and she battled with cancer for about four years. And when I went over there to see her, her sister, her twin sister, uh, which my mom, one of my mom's sisters, said we think you know she's getting to the end of her journey. And everybody is different when it comes to certain things. With me, I'm I'm slow to speak and I'm gonna listen. And a lot of people are surprised by that because they think, oh, you're gonna be wild and crazy because I'm always excited. However, I say don't be fooled by that because I'm still gonna be listening to to hear what God has to say. And uh, when I went there, and they were going back and forth about taking it to the hospital, hospice, et cetera, and um, I went into her room before I left, and she said to me, she said. I, I love you, niece. And I said, I love you, too. And I grabbed her hand because I knew that would probably be the last time I had an opportunity to touch her. But you know what? My was was 71 years old, and she served the Lord all her life, all her life. And she was ready she was ready and a lot of times people do pray to hold you here but that's not in god's will because it's time to go and when you have lived your life and you have served the lord it's time for the next level to go be with the lord and and that's the thing a lot of times we're selfish and of course we love them and we're gonna miss them but when i grabbed her hand and she said i love you niece and i said i love you too i knew and at her funeral um, it was it was a good feel fun- it was a good feel fun- because it was a true home going. Even her only home son, going. he wrote an amazing obituary. exactly, and we rejoiced in the Lord and I was screaming and hollering and my uncle said, Oh, are you crazy? And I was like, No, I'm screaming and hollering because she lived people in here right now don't even know who God is, but she lived yes. her life, she helped people, yes. she was a blessing and her journey is over on earth. But it starts again in heaven. And that's the thing. So I'm excited to even talk about it today because a lot of people, they live their whole life and they die in it's in vain because they didn't live yet. They didn't do anything to help anybody. Yes. But mm-hmm. that's the thing. So I'm with you 110% with notice and wanting. And the last thing I, I got to say this, and I know we got a little extra time. No, you you. you yes. said here, um, yeah, we, we got some extra time today because this is extremely important because. What you, what you had written, a, a little piece here, and, and if anyone wants to get the, the full eclipse of you got to get the book. you got to go and get the book. Judge Mosley, you wrote, God said, I will not do anything unless I first reveal it to my servants, the prophets. And this is what yeah. Judge yeah. Mosley wrote that God gave him. God is saying to us that anything that he does not, which is not reserved to himself, he will reveal to one of, to one of his under the law of notice and warning. Our God, our Heavenly Father, has committed himself to not allow his children to be caught by surprise. Notice and warning. We learn to listen, i.e., listen. We learn to listen to his warnings or we choose not to. As we grow as Christians, i.e., Christians, believers, those who believe in God, we learn. We can. We can learn to listen to his, to to his and heed his warnings. If you look or even think back at circumstances, you can remember times when, if you had to listen to that little voice inside, you would have avoided an unpleasant or harmful situation. Let me tell you something, Judge Mosley. I've yes. been going to churches for a long time, and these laws that you're talking about, most of them, I've never heard of before. And these are these are absolute. Yeah. If, if someone heard this, and, and, and someone that's going to hear this today, they're going to say, "My God, now I see what's been happening." People are getting notice of yes. warnings; they have no clue. They have no clue. Right. Mm, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Powerful.
1: That's that's powerful and. As hey, you you and I both agree, as we look back mm. over our lives, oh, yes. mm. we can see the notices and warnings that God has been given all the time, and how, how many of which we may have missed. But praise be to God, now at least we are aware that God is still giving us notices and warnings, and that we can expect to hear from him. And why do we miss notices and warnings? Let's talk about that for a minute, for whatever minute or so we have left. Because many believers don't expect to hear from God. Nextly, we have too much clutter in our lives, too much business, too much stuff that's going on. Another reason we miss notice and warning is that sometimes we're just tired, we're worn out, and that's a strategy of the devil is to catch it when you're tired and you cannot reflect clearly and you're not sensitive to the spirit of God and what is being said to you in a particular time, and we miss the notice and warnings because of fatigue. Sometimes we miss the notice and warnings because our prayer lives are interrupted and we're so busy we don't get a chance to commune with God as we are, and as well as fasting and prayer. So we want to take inventory of those ways that causes us to miss notice and warning. And I remember specifically so many warnings that I received before I was indicted and convicted and sent to prison, one in particular, One of the community people in the city where I sat on the bench came to see me in my chambers and said to me, and I think I shared this with you, one. he said, something is going to happen at City Hall or in City Hall, and unfortunately, you're going to be caught right in the middle of it. Oh, wow. It was a warning, Hmm. direct and specific warning that was given to me, and I shrugged it off. I was a judge. I could not see how anything such as that could occur, and it did happen. And I can think of warning after warning after warning I got in that particular situation, as in many others. And I just thank God that our loving Father, our all-knowing Father, wants his children to know, and he does everything he can to cause us to be made aware. Back to death just for a moment. I remember the words of the Apostle Paul. He said, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. i finished my course. So Paul, the Apostle Paul knew he was going to be called home, but he was ready. And going back to what you were sharing about the death of a close mm-hmm. love, to so one, it's is, is comfort, comforting to know that God will make you aware before the time for him to call you home, before you can get your house in order. You can get things in place that need to be dealt with. This, he's an all-knowing <laughs> and all-loving God, and we thank him so much giving
0: us notice some more. Oh, man, that, that is key. That is absolutely key. And we actually do have a few more minutes on um, Judge Mosley because, again, this is definitely, like you said, extremely, extremely important. And one thing I want you to share with us um, as we have a few more minutes today is to that person that's listening to us, and they understand what we're saying, and it actually makes sense. And they're now recalling certain instances that they were given notice of one but they never paid any attention. What are some things, any steps, any points, what can that person do to be more in tune and be able to understand um, this before six months or a year later?
1: Well, first of all, and I assume we're talking about believers and the questions yes. that, that you ask, I think, yes. first of all, we ought to repent. And ask the Lord for forgiveness for us not recognizing his efforts to get notices and warnings to us. And then our prayer, I perceive, ought to be, Lord, make me keenly aware of what you're saying to me. Give me the tools that I need. And one of those tools, for one day. you're going to have to be aware of what the word of God says. You're going to have to read your Bible. Because the the enemy, as we know, he always knows how to camouflage things. And you'll think it's something from God, and it doesn't match up with Scripture if you haven't read Scripture, and you won't know the difference. So you cannot sidestep the fact avoid that necessary stuff that you have to know what the word of god says as it relates to every component of your life that doesn't mean you have to be a great theologian but it means you have to be familiar with the word of god to know that there is something that's coming from the word of god as opposed to from the enemy so we've got to go if we're not reading our bible we've got to go back and we've got to start to read also you have to find yourself under faith field teaching and whatever assembly that you're in, if it's not faithful, if it's not consistent with Scripture, if you're not being fed properly, unfortunately, maybe you need to ask the Lord to reveal another assembly for you to align yourself. Because all of this mm-hmm. is so important to lay the foundation for you to be able to receive notice and one. Another thing I would suggest that you do, just start to reflect even now of the notices that now you recall that God had given to you in the past that you mentioned that you missed. And also make a note of the warnings that God had given you and that you missed. And then use those as a foundation to help you not to miss any more notice and warnings. And then again, some of those past notices and warnings can still be addressed. It's not too late to go back and deal with some relationships that God said to you, you need to clean this up and clear it up, and you need to go back to this person and ask for forgiveness because you're not asking this person for forgiveness. is hindering your prayer life. This is something you still have time to address and clear up. Some things that we may have Mm -hmm. done as teenagers, some things we may have said to parents or other loved ones that need to be addressed and need to be straightened out and cleaned up. God just, so many of it that God has shown us in the past it's still not too late to clear it up and to clean it up, so we want mm-hmm. to go back and remember and and i 'm still doing that to one even now things that God showed me years ago that I still have time to work on mm-hmm. so there's just a few of the things that I would recommend our listeners to start to do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing we definitely want to make sure we do is pay attention and listen, because we don't want to be on the other end saying, I wish I had, I wish I did. righty. Today is Friday, August 21st. And to those that listen to this, whether you listen to it today, tomorrow, or even one year from now, I really hope that it's really a blessing to you. I hope that you take heed. And all of these laws of life are truly, truly so amazing. And I want to make sure you take advantage and get this, as well as contact Judge Mosley for, for bookings, for engagements to, to get more information about the journey, um, the past, the present, and again, the future. This is Tawanda on behalf of Mosley's Bench. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Mosley's Bench with former Judge Fred M. Mosley. To get more information on Fred M. Mosley, Mosley's Bench. The Laws of Life or the nonprofit organization Justice Ministries, please tune in to the website at Laws of Life or Justice Once again, that's Laws of Life or Justice Thank you.